This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It is awareness day after all, so that can only mean one thing. We bring you another conversation with a political party, but as you know, that sound in your ear is Power 98.7, and the voice is myself, Lukona, Lupawa, everything goes. That's what we say now, Peter, Yeah, just to accommodate future names, because I think uh, our wall of names has not filled up enough. People still give us these new names uh, here on Power Talk. Well, this morning... We are in conversation with the National Freedom Party. We know that they recently lost their leader, uh, Zanele Makwaza Msibi, and we did pay tribute to her here on Power Talk. And, of course, we also know that they did not contest local government elections in 2016, save for Engutu local municipality where they contested in full. But that also became a hung municipality, found it very difficult to create a coalition government. The whole municipality then went into a by-election in uh, 2017, May, if I'm not mistaken, and the IFP uh, came coming out there with a convincing victory. So the Secretary General of the National Freedom Party, Kenan Mleche, uh, is going to join me on the line this morning, and you can be part of that conversation on 0861-987-000. There is absolutely no doubt, absolutely no doubt in our minds that we are in the silly season, and we have been preparing for this silly season here at Power Talk since May this year, uh, featuring political parties every Wednesday between 10 and 11 o'clock. We are literally, literally one, two, three, four weeks away from the election. Four weeks away from the election. In five weeks' time, on this day, we will be talking about outcomes, election results, who has what where, who's trying to uh, court who, so it's going to be interesting. Mleje, a good morning to you, Budi, and uh, welcome to Power Talk. Good morning to you and uh, to Power FM listeners, and thank you for having me. Thank you for making time. I must just laugh at you and say how tables have turned in the years. Uh, Ten years ago, this would have probably been you here, me, where you are. Uh, <laughs> because we met when you still had your media cap on. Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, so so how, how things have turned. Maybe we will touch on that as well as we have our conversation. Uh, but I'm glad you, I mean, uh, uh, I, mean uh, we've, I didn't talk to you personally, but we did pay tribute here uh, to Mamu Zanele Kamakwaza Msibi. Uh, condolences still to you and your comrades and uh, organization really uh, to lose a leader in this uh, very important time of preparing for local government elections. I'm sure now as a party though you have started to uh, make sense of that loss, accommodate that loss. Um, are we seeing an acting uh, president or leader of the party at the moment? Uh, how, how are things going at the NFP? No, th- thank you, uh, Pagatwayo, and um, I'm, I must say that uh, it's nice talking to you after quite uh, some time. Uh, yes, indeed, um, us losing Amakwaza MCB was a devastating moment. It, it, it's something that we were not expecting, 
Um, but yeah, we have managed, I think, to 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 go through that phase, and then um, we are gaining um, 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 our ground as leaders. And then it it, it is uh, quite uh, difficult, but yeah, I think we, we are managing it uh, promptly. Um, unfortunately for you and your listeners, we are not going to have an acting president at the moment because our main focus is the election. Yeah, well, uh, everything else that we are doing is 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 is, is nothing else. Elections, 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 and we'll deal with other matters after the elections. Absolutely, and it's fairly understood because uh, you know what, uh, these things can visit some levels of contestation which may not be necessary at this moment and may defocus yeah. you uh, from the business that is at hand. Now, let's let's go back to the founding of the National Freedom Party, 2011, a year that saw you, you know, entering into a number of coalition arrangements um, with the African National Congress across many local and district municipalities uh, uh, in KwaZulu-Natal. What would you uh, ascribe the success of the NFP in those 2011 local government elections? Because it did very well, particularly in KwaZulu-Natal. So when we were, where people were shocked about coalition ar- arrangements in 2016, I said, no, 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 but go back to KZN. We, we know coalition arrangements since 1994. They've always been present in one way or the other uh, in the provincial government or in, in some local governments. What would you say, Mdleje, um, was one, your founding ethos in 2011, which then translated to some degree of significant success in those 2011 local government elections? Uh, I think it would be fair to, 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 to contribute all these achievements to our leader, Zanelle because uh, she is one woman who had a, 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 a vision uh, which then translated to us performing well in 2011. You would recall that um, has been electivist since uh, at the age of 13 when she joined the IFP, which was formed in, in 1975 when she joined the IFP in 1976. And since then, she has been an activist. I think that's what um, worked for us when she decided that no, no more I see. I want to start my own political home, and I want to establish the the NFP. And um, I think the many people who were supporting her while starting the IFP moved with her to the NFP, and others joined in along the way because they they believed in her vision. Mm. I think what that's one thing that worked for for the NFP at the time. Um, also, again, Kamakwazam City is a product of Zululand. She was born and bred in in Zululand, so she she knew what the people of Zululand wanted and needed. So she had, she had done a lot for the people of Zululand, which is why then it was easy for them to vote for the NFT because she, as a leader, had been the face of development in the area. I think Gamakwazam uh, CB demonstrated um, what, we can, what we can refer to as human, humanitarian leadership because she was amongst the people, she was for the people, and I think it worked. Her charm worked, but also her work as, as, as the leader in the IFT also assisted the NFP to gain as, as, as many votes as, as, as we have alluded to. But also, I think, Lukona, we must mention that um, the fact that the IFP had treated Kamakwaza and Sibi so bad reflected mm-hmm. the vote. Because people were, were sympathetic towards her, people loved her, and, and, and because she, she had been badly treated by the IFP, then she managed to use that in, to her advantage. And that's why the, the NFP, in its first election, it got 228 councillors in 2011, which was something we were not even expecting. Mm. 
Now, mm. certainly, and I can believe that, you know, it may have come as quite a shock, Tleje. Uh, um, I am going to talk about 2016 in just a while, but I do want you to probably, I mean, you, you talk about a number of uh, leadership traits and uh, vision uh, points uh, uh, that were espoused by Gamma Kwasam CB, such as humanitarian leadership. I mean, if you have spent some time in the district of Zululand, where she has led as district mayor in various capacities, um, there's a huge liking for her and how developmental she was and so on. But let's let's come back to the party now. What are the values that the NFP espouses outside of Kamakwazam CB? Because now the party has to move on, especially without her, unfortunately. It's very unfortunate, uh, uh, Lukona, that uh, we are now going to talk about the NFP without Kamakwazam CB. But what what is, is most important for us and which I think is going to work for us is that um, our leader had laid a solid foundation. She has taught us what we must do and how we must do it. And I think as, as the current leadership uh, of the NFT, we will en- ensure that her legacy uh, leads us to the next level. Because uh, we cannot, unfortunately for us, we cannot talk about the NFT without mentioning Gamma Kwasam mm. Because the NFT and Gamma Kwasam are one. So we can't talk about the other and leaving the other. I mean, we, can, we cannot talk about the one and leaving the other. So for us, what is important is, is, is to carry on the pattern that um, Gamma Kwasam CB left. And more, more and above, we must ensure that we, we, we keep on the ground. Because that's what Gamma Kwasam CB taught us, that we must always be on the ground. We must always be with the people. And I think it's going to work for us. And it, actually, it is working for us as we are doing uh, the campaigning and, and, and all these door-to-doors that we are, we are currently busy with. We, we can see that people still believe in the, in the, in the NFT simply because we are in touch with them. We are always with them, even in difficult situations. For us, I think it's important that we must keep on doing that because I think that's the only thing, that's the only difference between us and other political parties. Yes, we are we are a small political party, but our base and our support in Guazulu Natal and Zuland in particular is mainly because we are grounded as the leaders, we are grounded as, as members of the organization, but we also try by all means to unite and um, uh, make sure that. Uh, People believe in the NFP yeah. that is going to be uh, available uh, in the space of politics without Gamma Kwasam Seed. It's going to be a difficult t- task. It, it, will, it, will, it will be facing a lot of challenges. We'll be coming across uh, confrontations from various political parties and, 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 and people. But ours is to keep working hard. Ours is to ensure that we keep or we maintain our close a relationship with the people of KwaZulu Natal in particular because this is where our heartbeat is. Okay. Uh, Kenan, let me just take a short ad break and pay some bills. People of Power, we're in conversation with the National Freedom Party's Secretary General, uh, Kenan Mdleche, and you can join the conversation on 0861-987-000. I will be talking to him shortly about how they've overcome some of the challenges uh, that, you know, bedeviled the party to a point that um, they could not contest effectively in the 2016 local government elections. 21 minutes past 10. Anglo-American story is a South African story. The one thing we know for sure is that together we learn. We care. We protect. We go places. We grow. We win. We thrive. We succeed. And we celebrate. It's only by working together that we can write the next chapter of our story. Together, we continue shaping a better future for South Africa. Anglo-American.
Your child's education matters. Apply online for grade 1 and or grade 8 to secure space at Gauteng Public School. This year, applications take place in two phases. The first phase from the 10th of August 2021 is for grade 7 learners, currently public primary schools, applying for grade 8. The second phase from the 13th of September 2021 for grade 1 and 8 learners, not in grade 7 in public schools. Visit www.gdeadmissions.gov.za to apply. This message was brought to you by the Gauteng Department of Education. Power Talk with Lukon Amuruni. Weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on Power 98.7. 22 minutes past 10, we bring you another conversation with a political party that is uh, very present and well, quite a player in our political landscape, the National Freedom Party. Uh, I'm talking to the Secretary General, Kenan Mleje. Uh, Mleje, we do know that the NFP then in 2016 faced significant um, uh, challenges, uh, which, you know, at one point it was said it was a delay in payment uh, for the participation of candidates. But it was really a sad moment uh, to see the NFP being worked out of those elections effectively uh, by virtue of what may have been resolved and uh, you know executed uh, from within the organization. When you look back to 2016, how have you started dealing with some of the challenges that you had organizationally to build a healthy organization? Because the risk for the voters is voting in a political party and then the next time around the political party is nowhere to be seen because uh, its challenges have become so much that it betrays the the very voters who may want to place their trust in the political party. Yes, uh, I think it was indeed a sad moment when the NFP could not contest the 2016 local government elections. Um, I think the current the leadership at the time um, uh, failed us, I must say that, mm. because um, we had ample time to prepare for the elections. We had timetable from the IEC. We knew when must what must be done, when and by who. But, but I think internal uh, in, uh, confrontations and infighting led to, to the NFP not contesting the, the elections in 2016. But but I, I must clearly say that we have managed to to come out of that stronger and united. We are now singing from one book. We are now uh, um, um, uh, disseminating the same information because we have learned a hard lesson from 2016. We couldn't allow it to 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 repeat itself in 2021. That's why we managed to pay. Actually, we are among the first three political parties that paid for contesting the local government elections because we didn't want the same mistake of 2016 to happen again. I think what is important for, for us now is, and for the listeners uh, of Power FM, is that uh, the NFP is alive and kicking. The NFP is going to make sure that we deliver on each and every promise that we make. And um, I must say that um, the NFP is about nothing else except service delivery. And our track record in Zululand speaks for itself. And people, those, those people who may not be familiar about Zululand they can just go to the internet and check. They will see that the, the NFP has performed extremely well in Zululand and, and in other parts of the country where we had councillors. That's why for us, it's easy for, to tell the people that uh, they must give us a chance. They must vote for the NFP and judge us based on our performance from 2021. Because, um, as I'm saying, our track record speaks for itself. It speaks volume for the NFP, and people just need, a, need to give us a chance. And, 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 and I must assure your listeners that um, as the current leadership, 
we've managed to work on the ground. First and foremost, we've managed to bring about peace and unity within the organization itself, because I think that's one of the reasons why we could not contest the previous election, because there was this unity, there was infighting um, uh, uh, polit- I mean, uh, uh, positions uh, and power mongering that led to the NFT um, uh, almost its demise. But we are glad to, to say that um, in 2021, the NFT is alive and kicking, that in 2021, the NFT is going to, come, is going to win some of the municipalities that we have identified, but we need the people of South Africa to trust us with their vote. That's a very good one. Perhaps on that score, Mletcher, just give us an understanding. Where is the NFP contesting in these local government elections? How many uh, wards or councillor candidates um, are you fielding? We'll be contesting in, in, in eight out of the nine provinces. Okay. Um, yes, yes. The only province that we are not going to contest is Northern Cape because we, we, we feel that we don't have enough support in, in, in that part. But in all other provinces, we are contesting. And we are hopeful that, um, we are not just only hopeful, we are working so hard to make sure that people who are going to vote for the NFA are not going to regret it. And we want to make sure that, um, in particular, I, I, I must be honest with you, Pagata, uh, that um, our main focus is Guazulu Natal as an organization. Yes, we do want to do well in Gauteng so that we can change the lives of people of uh, Macau, where, I mean, people are, are living under uh, shocking conditions. Um, and we want to change the lives of uh, residents of Dube, hostels, and Zimshop, and, and all those parts of Gauteng. Mm. Uh, but our main focus as the organization is Guazulu Natal, where we want to do well. And we do have... Uh, municipalities that we've identified and we are going to make sure that we win those municipalities because um, the vacuum that we, we, people experienced when the NFP did not contest the elections has affected them badly. Service delivery has, has been hampered by the unavailability of NFP. That's why for us it's important to do this for the people but more than anything else to do it for Gamakwazam City because one thing uh, she said to us uh, immediately after being elected was that she wants to retain Zululand as municipality. And we are going to make sure that we give her that, uh, uh, that, that uh, wish. We want to make sure that Gamma uh, Kwazam City rests peacefully, knowing that NFP has won the Zululand District municipality. Now, now, now Leche, before we go to uh, the news headlines, in these eight provinces, are you contesting in all the available municipalities or you are selective in the areas where you are contesting? I mean, uh, I'd be quite impressed to, to hear that the NFP has enough, uh, you know, human uh, personnel to contest each and every ward in the eight <laughs> provinces. You. <laughs> No, uh, we are selective, obviously, because, I mean, the NFP has has had some challenges that led to its support um, uh, uh, going down. But, yes, we decided that, you know, let's contest in the eight provinces, but we have selected areas where we know that we've got enough support, in areas where we know that uh, we are going to make a lot of inroads. Yes, yes, that's why we've identified a few areas. Uh, But above that, I must must say, uh, Lukona, that People are going to see a different NFT come mm. the first of November. Are you? Are you? Are there? Are there metros that you are not contesting yet? Fortunately for us, we are, cont- we are contesting all the metros because it, we couldn't uh, 
allow or let this opportunity uh, just pass by where we are not contesting the metros. We are contesting all the metros. Okay. And, and we feel that uh, candidate with experience in those metros. Okay. At least that gives us a bit of uh, clarity on that score of metros. My guest is Secretary General of the National Freedom Party, Kenan Mleche, 0861-987-000. If you want to put some questions to him, I'll also be talking to him about lessons learned in coalition politics and what they think their approach is going to be in this particular new administration because I am anticipating a number of coalition arrangements to come. Half past 10, that's who may standing by. Power Talk on Power 98.7. 24 minutes, 20, what? 26 minutes to 11 o'clock this morning. We are chatting to the National Freedom Party, getting to know them better and some more. It's almost like a reintroduction to local government elections after they missed out on the 2016 uh, round of local government elections, which saw them losing a lot of uh, council seats there. My guest is their Secretary General, Kenan Mleche, just really taking us through uh, how the NFP is uh, positioning itself and reimagining itself and creating its relevance, informing us that they'll be contesting in eight out of nine provinces, of course, selecting where they probably believe uh, they will make the greatest impact, but they will definitely contest across all the uh, metropolitan municipalities. Now, Ledger, you, you in 2011, you went into a coalition arrangement with the ANC in KZN, and a lot of people, you know, even within the party, uh, criticized this move. In fact, some councillors uh, even tried to sabotage the move by voting with um, opposition in the matter. Uh, but as a matter of principle, it, it, it was also very difficult for you to then, you know, leave the IFP, but then go into coalition with the IFP. So just because the NC is another political enemy for others, it necessarily was not a political enemy for you. So I sort of understood the dynamic dynamics at the time. But I wonder what lessons did you learn uh, from that coalition arrangement because uh, it seemed as if it almost disproportionately benefited the ANC and not the NFP in the years between 2011 and 2016. Uh, You are quite correct, uh, uh, Lukona. In the main, I think uh, some of our councillors were not happy about the decision merely because they felt that uh, maybe the ANC or should should the ANC govern the municipality then is going to undermine uh, the NFP mm. and their, their their contribution in in in, in, in council. But I think it works for the NFP in a way because the 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 the, the, the ANC and the NFP had almost equal or a similar vision uh, of 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 developing the people of KwaZulu-Natal. I think that's what uh, kept the, the, the marriage uh, going for five years, although there were challenges here and there. It worked merely because we, we, understood, each, we understood each other and um, no one tried to impose himself over the other and no one tried to be a big, a big brother. Uh, and, 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 and I think the leadership that was provided by uh, the then Premier, as, I mean, um, as William Kizer, and our president, I think, guided us through all the, the troubles that um, we experienced along the way. And, 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 and I think for, from where I'm coming from, it, it worked wonders compared to what is currently happening in, in, in governments or in municipalities where uh, coalitions are taking place. We have seen the municipalities collapsing uh, merely because uh, there are clash of ideas, mm. clash of opinions uh, on how to do certain things. And, 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 and 
for us, it worked merely because um, the leadership provided by the leaders of the two organizations at the time worked wonders, and they gave us direction, and we all we all followed. And and I think people of KwaZulu Natal were excited. People of KwaZulu Natal were were satisfied with the level of uh, services that that they, they, they got from our coalition. But what's up, what are some of the lessons you take out, you know, from that uh, period uh, going into these uh, municipal elections? What will inform your standpoint when you are called upon uh, by certain parties to help them uh, formulate a coalition agreement? What are some of the guiding principles that you will be embarking on? I, I think one of the best lessons we learned at, at, at the time was that as a political party, you must try by all means to win the municipality. That's that's what we learned from that. That we really don't need to have uh, a coalition because it, it, in most cases it doesn't work. But should we find ourselves in a situation where we will have, we'll have to form a coalition with a, a certain political party, we will clearly uh, uh, stipulate as the NFP our our our, our goals because. Ours is merely about servicing the people, and and should we have should we be forced to form a coalition with any political party? They must understand where we are coming from as organisation. As I indicated earlier, that what our leader installed in us was uh, humanitarian leadership, and and we are not going to divert from that. We may agree with some political parties in principle that we are going to work together, but if we feel that. Um, this is not going to benefit the people of KwaZulu Natal or anywhere in the country. Then we are not going to enter into, into any coalition because for us it's about the people. And we have seen what uh, for, for for the first time I think in in, in South Africa we have seen a coalition that has worked in Eguru Lane. Mm. I think that didn't have any issues or problems. I think merely because um, the ruling party or the party that uh, uh, got many votes decided that they are going to work and respect other political parties. Unlike in other situations where once you elect someone as a mayor, then they, they, they start, they become arrogant, they start acting like big brothers, they start uh, imposing their ideas on other political parties. And I think that's what causes coalitions to fail. Should the NFC find itself in a, situ- in a situation where we have to form a coalition, we will sit down and, and, and thoroughly engage with whatever political party that is in us. Uh, to, to to form a coalition, and should we feel that um, our vision, our ideas um, are, are not in common, then definitely we are not going to form any coalition. I mean, Mletcher, when you say the coalition in Ekuroleni has worked, and uh, are you taking away from your previous coalitions as having not worked? Um, and I suppose partly what makes it work is that uh, the coalition is really premised on two political parties having to work together, which was the case with your own coalitions. Do you think those work better than coalition arrangements that involve up to five or six political parties at a time? No, uh, look. I was mentioning Eguruleni simply because it, it, it's what has been. It's currently happening. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I think I think you are right. You are quite correct to, in saying that uh, what normally works is when the two parties work together, and in the situations where we've got two, three, four, and, and, and it doesn't work. It doesn't. I mean, for for, for example, if you look at the Nelson Mandela Bay, the the municipality they almost collapsed merely because. The, the parties that are involved in that coalition could not agree on a number of issues. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't want a situation uh, like that to happen when the NFT is involved. 
That's why for us it would be important that should we be forced or should we find ourselves in a situation where we must form a coalition, it would be only with one political party, not more than two. Because it doesn't work when there are two, three, four political parties with different um, ideas, with different ideologies, with different um, uh, principles. And we are not going to allow that to happen because it, 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 it hampers service delivery. It affects the voters. And we want to keep our voters as happy as we can as the National Freedom Party. I hear you loud and clear. People of Power, that dial is 0861-987-000. If you have any question or thought to put to the National Freedom Party this morning, I am in conversation with the Secretary General, Kenan Mdleche. Mdleche, now you talk about service delivery. Let's move into that particular theme. And there are a number of sub-themes where that is concerned. One of the issues uh, that we are seeing as a significant challenge, particularly in the metros that you speak of, is the issue of water supply whether you are in the city of cape town and they are worried that they are eventually going to get to day zero whether you are in the nelson mandela bay you hear about this whether you are here in the city of johannesburg uh, some parts of the city have been without water for some time this issue of water is one that i suppose every political party must be thinking about and have a significant game plan for the sustenance of people and the sustainability of water supply what are you thinking as the National Freedom Party you need to do were you to be elected into office to ensure that there's water security in the municipalities you govern? Uh, fortunately for us, we first I must mention that we are going to launch uh, our manifesto next week Friday and mm. most of these issues that you, you are raising uh, the, uh, also the, some of the, of the issues that I've talked about will be clarified uh, uh, on, the, on Friday next week when we launch our manifesto. And the issue of water is one of the, uh, the main points that we are going to talk about because we have been witnessing uh, problems with water supply. Uh, we, we understand that um, South Africa is a, is a water scarce country, but I think we, 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 we are capable as a country to do better for the people of South Africa to get water. I think it's, it's, it's lack of, of a political will from those in power that allows a situation where people can go for weeks and months without water. And I think the NFP has got a solid plan when it comes to um, water and sanitation. And we are going to talk about it on Friday when we launch our manifesto. But people must rest assured that where, wherever the NFP is governing or wherever the NFP is represented by a councillor, people will get all the services they need at a correct and at the right time. And uh, talking about, you know, some of the experiences of governing, you have a lot of experience in the Zululand District Municipality, quite largely a rural municipality. One of the issues that people are looking for uh, are ideas on how political parties are going to resuscitate, you know, uh, the local economy, particularly in rural areas, what we may refer to as uh, rural development or rural economic uh, development. What are some of the things that uh, you are promising to the voters as your possible interventions, especially where local economic development is concerned? As National Freedom Party, we have a solid plan of, of what we refer to as, 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 as new cities or new uh, townships. Our focus will be mainly on, on, on what we are going to do to ensure that people get services, but over and above that, to ensure that economy is sustainable enough to create jobs for, for, for the locals. And one example I can give is that um, 
we, we have already uh, identified people that are, are going to assist us in ensuring that um, Zuland district as, as a whole becomes the center of economic development in Guazulu Natal. We've engaged with uh, business communities. We've engaged with um, uh, some investors who have already promised that um, they are going to work with us when we take over that municipality. So we've got a solid plan to ensure that um, people are not forced, in particular young people are not forced to go to uh, cities to look for employment, but they are able to generate income wherever they are in their respective areas. And one of the things that we are going to do to ensure that um, we, we improve uh, uh, job creation for young people is that whenever we've got a, a job opportunity in a municipality that is controlled by the NSP in Guazulu-Natal or anywhere in the country, we'll make sure that interviews are conducted in a language that is, is understood or, or spoken by the majority of the people in that area. For example, if, 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 if we've got a, a position for a secretary in Umsing, a local municipality, we are going to conduct an interview in Sizul because 100% of those of, of residents that speak Sizul, we don't want a situation where young people missed an opportunity to get jobs merely because they're expected to, to speak um, big words of English. We want to ensure that we accommodate our people. We want to ensure that local people are prioritized in each and every job opportunity that arises within uh, NSP controlled municipality. And as, as I've indicated to you earlier, uh, Mr. Mgun, that um, we will speak broadly about all these issues when we, when we launch our manifesto next week, on, next week Friday, because these are the issues that people have been raising each and every time that uh, we, we, we engage them, they to interact with them during our campaigning period. Absolutely, and I have no doubt that uh, we will learn some more from uh, that manifesto when it is officially launched. I'm in conversation with Secretary General of the National Freedom Party, uh, Kenan Mkleche. 0861987000 is the dial if you have anything to communicate to them. Now, Mkleche, let's deal with something that is quite, uh, because you are talking a lot of placing focus on the uh, Zululand District Municipality as probably the heartbeat focus of your uh, campaign and legacy that you want to leave, especially for your now former leader, Zanele Kamakwazam Sibi. There is a very a serious uh, elephant in the room, uh, no pun intended, really. Uh, Ingonyama Trust um, creates a number of challenges for municipalities in KwaZulu-Natal, and I've spoken to a number of municipal managers and mayors who find it so difficult to ensure uh, their agenda for development, as you say, if you're talking about new cities, new townships, these things are all going to need land. And this tango between, uh, you know, Ingonyama Trust and municipalities also has created a situation wherein you get uh, communities such as Adams, I'm sure you'd be aware, uh, where Umtlaba Wengosi, uh, you know, is being sold to people and they build these mansions. And the municipalities, of course, feel that they should be able to, you know, pass some rates and taxes on those people. But because of the relationship between Ngonyama Trust and municipalities, it becomes a bit uh, difficult to achieve that. And just lastly, to round up this point, the Ngonyama Trust Act itself is very clear that when a place has become so developed to a status of a township, quote-unquote, uh, it should be transferred to the custodian.
guardianship of the municipality. But this doesn't really always happen. How are you going to manage the relationship between Ingonyama Trust and municipalities to ensure the availability of land for some of these visions that you have? Fortunately, or luckily for, for us, we've been working well with the, the House of Traditional Leadership as a whole, but also with the, the royal family, because um, uh, you know that uh, the, 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 when the NFP was formed, part of the people who formed the, the, the organization were Amakosi, Izinduna, and uh, and we did get a blessing from uh, His Majesty King Kudulzolitini to, to, to co- form the organization. So we've got that, that understanding and that working relationship with the, the royal family. And in this instance uh, of Ngonyama Trust, uh, for us, I think it would be easy uh, to work with the, 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 the Ngonyama Trust because we've got an understanding of what the, the trust, uh, Ngonyama Trust stands for and what, what who must benefit from the trust. And um, I think going forward, we'll be working closely with um, the Ngonyama Trust um, and also with, with the, the, the royal family itself, because it, it is important that um, whatever that you do in rural areas in particular, you must consult first with the traditional leadership. You must pay homage to the royal family to ensure that you respect and you recognize them. And therefore, going forward, we'll be working closely with the the royal family, but also with Ngonyama Trust to ensure that we we, we are on the same page when when it comes to developing and delivering service for the people. Because mm. we don't want a situation where people living in 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 in, in, in places or areas under Ngonyama Trust are, are are less developed compared to other areas. We want a, a synergy. We want a uniform at service delivery. That's why then for us it would be important that we engage. Thoroughly, we sit down, we speak with uh, the, the Ngonyama Trust um, board, and but also with the Royal Family because it must be there must be this understanding, there must be this uh, working relationship, there must be this harmony between the NFP and the, the Royal Family and the Ngonyama Trust board. Okay, let's take a short uh, break and uh, pay some bills. But I've got Stephen and Luyanda on the line uh, that have questions for you, Leche. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero is the dial as we continue this conversation with the National Freedom Party. 9 a.m. to noon. This is Power Talk on Power 98.7. Indeed it is uh, 8 minutes to 11. We round up this conversation. Let me bring in uh, Stephen. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Lukwana. Mm, I've got a very short question. Yeah. I wanted to find out from uh, from, uh, from from your guest there because he was talking about the development uh, economic development plan which is going to be creating uh, employment. So uh, I, I, I missed a point where where I, I need. I wanted to understand: is it going to create employment, or is it going to create employment opportunity? Okay, and Stephen, I'm sure there's a reason why you want to differentiate that. Do you want to tell us? Yes, because if, if you say that there is an opportunity to to create, if it, okay, let me just say that if it is, it says that the, the economic development plan is it, it's going to be the one that's going to create employment. It is the very same way as the promises has been done by many politicians where they talk about creating employment instead of saying there will be an opportunity to have an employment. Got you loud and clear, Stephen. Mleje, uh, a response to that? Uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Stephen, for your question. For, uh, for us, it's simple. We are going to create employment opportunities. We are going to make sure that uh, municipalities that are controlled by the NFP or where the NFP is involved are able to create an, a, a conducive environment where investors are going to come and assist 
in investing in an area so that we can create job opportunities for, for the unemployed people. Okay, got you loud and clear. Luyanda, good morning. Morning, how are you? Very well, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm I think the last time when I my local elections, this is in my area because only a kilometer from there. But now they are nowhere to find. And I want to know about their plans uh, because they are because they use uh, informal segment in every lane. So what are their plans of uh, informal segment? Okay, got you loud and clear. Uh, plans for informal settlements, uh, Kenan. This is actually uh, a very big one uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, uh, you know, the vulnerability of those uh, communities in the sense that, you know, fires, uh, natural disasters also tend to affect them significantly. No, definitely. Magaos is, is one area in, in, in where people are living under shocking conditions. And, and as the National Freedom Party, we've already indicated and we've instructed our candidates that to make sure that the people of Amakawasi are moved from that area to a, a, a well-identified uh, place where, where we are going to create or build decent housing for them. Because for, for years, people have been living under squalor, people have been living uh, under inhuman conditions in Amakawasi and in other informal segments. But specifically for Amakawas, yes, we've got a plan for, for that area. And we're going to make sure that um, we keep on uh, engaging the people of Amakawas because we don't want a situation where we eradicate uh, sex today and they mushroom the next day uh, by, by other people. We want to eradicate sex permanently in Gamakaos and in other areas. And that's why for us it's important that we're going to work closely with the people of that area. We've already identified parts of, 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 of or a piece of land where we, we believe that if we can utilize it, we can be able to build uh, proper houses for our people. But over and above that, I think I want to touch on, on this important issue, yes. here, which I, I forgot to mention. While we are dealing with the issue of informal settlements, when the NFP is in power, is in charge, we are going to make sure that we do away with the red ends. Because red ends are, are, are not authorized to, to beat people. They are not permitted to, 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 to actually uh, uh, cause havoc in our communities. Instead, they are there to ensure that people do not um, uh, use land, private land to build sex. But we are going to abolish them because they, they, they have been misusing the power that they've been given. And, and they've been beating people. They've been destroying people's um, sex or, or, or zozos without giving them an alternative place to live. And we are going to do away with that because South Africa is a, a, a constitutional democratic country where people's or women's rights are, 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 are must be respected. And what red ends are doing is uncalled for. Mm. It's totally wrong. And we are going to do away with them because we want people to be treated in a dignified manner. Absolutely. Perhaps as a parting shot, Kenan, one of the issues that keeps coming up is a sense of poor accountability of councillors to their communities. In fact, some people lament the fact that uh, some councillors even move out of their communities because now they have salaries and they think they are in the good life. What will you do as the NFP to hold your councillors in government accountable? Each and every NFP candidate who was uh, elected during the nominations have signed a, a code of conduct. And part of the code of conduct is that um, 
we are giving them six months. It's, it's sort of a six-month contract. After every six months, we are going to go to the community where, the people, where our candidates are serving and engage the community. If people are not happy with the services they get from our country, we are going to remove them. We are not going to shy away from uh, removing our candidates if they are not performing. Because being a candidate does not mean we are a big brother. It does not mean um, you, you, you become a celebrity. See, it simply means you are there to serve the people. And if you are not doing that, you are going to remove you as the NF team and put someone else there who is going to take care of, uh, of our people and their needs. Because it is high time now that um, people uh, people's votes are respected by ensuring that we, 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 we give them the services, but over and above that, by ensuring that the people that are councillors, they, they, they know that the, their bosses are the communities in, the, in their wards, and they must respect them, they must serve them. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to remove lazy councillors. I'm not going to talk about corruption because I don't think there's a single NFT councillor who's going to be corrupt. But should we find that our councillor is involved in corruption or, or in any sort of mismanagement of funds, mm. we are definitely not going to shy away from removing those councillors. Kenan Mdleche Budwam, it has been a pleasure to uh, talk to you, find out where the National Freedom Party is ahead of these elections, and just also give you an opportunity to inform our listeners and interact uh, with some of them as you have. No, thank you so much, uh, Pagatwayo, for the opportunity. Absolute pleasure. That's Kenan Mdleche, uh, Secretary General at the National Freedom Party. Another party down here on Power Talk as we continue uh, edging closer and closer uh, towards those elections. Like I said, we are literally four weeks away, which leaves us with three more Wednesdays, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, how time flies. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.